0: Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I'm here with who? Uh, This is Crispin, and I am from the Veer Union. Have you had a chance to sleep yet? Not today, no. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on tour like mad crazy, and it seems like you don't really have an option to take a break yet.
1: Uh, Well, uh, the the good news is at the end of the Red Run that we're on right now, we will get our first break in I think, what, three and a half months or something like that, so excited for that. One good night's sleep, finally. Exactly. Finally. Exactly. So one
0: of the things that you know we were just discussing off mic, you guys being an up-and-coming band now, and life is starting to move exceptionally quick for you guys. You're getting a tremendous amount of attention, great accolades so far. People are really starting to appreciate what you guys are doing. How has it been dealing with the big machine of the industry? (laughs)
1: <laughs> do you mean over uh, over the last year or do you mean over over since the beginning of, well, of the band? Well, since
0: things have really started to kick off for you guys. Obviously, you guys have been around for a while, for at least 10 years now at this point, but it's like things are really starting to make a bigger impact now. Mm-hmm. You're starting to
1: experience yeah. more of the good and the bad yes. of the industry. Uh, I can sum that up and say that the momentum that is, that's happening with the band right now is probably the best momentum for us in many ways because of the fact that uh, this is the first album that we decided to put out you know, on my label. Right. And uh, uh, so at the end of the day, for us, we didn't expect that to happen right. you know um but the the nice part about being able to put something out on your own label is uh you don't have any restrictions the restrictions are your own if you say i'm going to keep going and i'm going to keep promoting and i'm going to do it this way and you know um you know and obviously it's not just me it's, it's it's the guys and the team and the decisions that we make together but because of all those decisions that we've uh, talked about over the last couple of years it's finally going the direction that we want it to go which is which is nice. Do you think that for you as a band to be able to
0: survive the music industry as a whole, as we know it, you have to start looking at avenues like creating your own label and doing your own thing and necessarily not getting
1: sucked up into the cogs of the machine or? I think that, uh, there's two, there's two different routes. There's two, uh, um, and I would say that the most important route, uh, for us is to be a sustainable band. We don't necessarily care about being, you know, uh, the next, uh, you know, huge, when, you know, sure it'd be great to be Metallica, but would it? I don't know. I kinda like being able to walk down the street. Right. You know what I mean? Um so for us we just wanna be a sustainable band to get out there and and, and tour and have people appreciate what we do and stream the crap out of our music and, and you know, help us make a living. Uh that that's the most important thing for us. But at the end of the day, if you're a brand new band and you've never even put out a single song, you know, I can't necessarily say that sure, you can do it as an independent band, but there's definitely avenues that are gonna be a, a more difficult for you to get through.
0: In other words, dipping your feet in the pool with the industry like Universal and stuff like that was enough to get you to the spot that you needed to be where now you can start making your own personal choices.
1: Absolutely. I would would go as far as to say that, uh, you know, when we were leaving Universal, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? You know, and the funniest thing is, is in the group of all the bands that uh, got signed at that time, we were one of the first ones to lose our record deal. Right. And at the time, it seemed like it was the worst thing. But now in retrospect, it's the best thing that could have ever happened to me in my career
0: well they always say that things happen for a reason and out of adversity comes great things so i mean that obviously you guys are a testament to that you guys putting out this new album and this was kind of an interesting thing this is something with the album that you have now with it being rock and acoustic, a major probably never would have done that. Guaranteed. They would would have said, no, that's way too expensive. We cannot do that. We're never going to get the return off of it. Exactly. Just shelf it. It's great. We'll do an acoustic album later on, five years down the road, and we'll rehash it out. Yeah. When you guys were doing that, obviously it was entertaining your own personal interest by
1: being able to do that and you had the freedom. Was there something in the back of your head that said, maybe we shouldn't do this? No, not even for a moment. Um, You know, one of the reasons that we wanted to do it uh, you know in 2016 we did uh, a full acoustic album of the first decade the right. first album decade and it was the first time we went out on an acoustic tour and it was one of the craziest tours we've ever done uh, you know because it was in the middle of winter and, and we were it was scary actually driving right. around in winter uh, you know across America but it was also exhilarating and uh, it was such a completely different experience it made us feel like we're two bands in one to be able to split the band into two different you know kind of two different formats in, in a way I'm glad that you said that because that was was actually
0: going to be my next spot that I was going
1: to go with this was, do you guys ever feel like you were a split personality band? Uh, I wouldn't say split personality. I think that there's a lot of people that, uh, that do acoustic versions uh, of their song. Fuel has done a ton of that. I, I think, I mean, there's lots of bands. There's lots yeah. of bands that I'm hearing of doing acoustic and there's some bands that shouldn't, <laughs> let's Fair be point. honest, you know, but, uh, you know, I think that there's a lot of, we've definitely gained a lot of, a lot of fans that are like, we totally didn't know you did acoustic stuff. And they're like, that's my favorite stuff okay. and for us it, it helps us be able to play for two different kind of audiences within the same band but most of the music was written from acoustic guitar right. from the beginning so it's really just in its natural state it does expand
0: your listenership when you actually have the option to be able to appeal to a wider mass of listeners when you have that absolutely it also gives you guys a chance to be able to get your stuff out in different places where you exactly. might not be able to get active rock radio exactly you know uh, acoustic stuff could definitely jump into the pop world in a heartbeat, totally. And I mean, Buck Cherry did that for a long time too. When they started putting out softer songs, they jumped into it. And you know, obviously, I know you guys are based out of Canada. Yeah. And I, and I hate to bring up the 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 nasty N word, Nickelback, but I mean, okay, Not the real N word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? And and it, I always <laughs> like tweaking people with that sometimes because the fact of the matter is, is that you have a band that everybody loves to hate, but they've sold fifty five million albums. Yeah, exactly. You know, they had to have done something that you know. Got people's attention somehow or another and they're still
1: doing that absolutely
0: you know they also did very softer songs they did some acoustic stuff that was able to let them jump into different genres or different radio formats that they could have never got into otherwise for sure so you guys doing that corporate not a smart business choice right because the label because like you said universal would have said there's no way in hell you're doing that money wise you're never going to get the money back out of it for them to put their money into it
1: and that's all they care about really ultimately is dollar signs yeah absolutely and you know the thing is the reason they would have never done that is because it would have cost them so much more money to make the record. Right. But nowadays, um, we we don't need your money to make the record. Right. You know, we produce our own records. So um, at at the end of the day, for us, it's not even just about trying to cross over, so to speak, the, you know, the C word. Um, For us, it was like, this is what we want to do because we want to do it. Uh, We like, we enjoy doing acoustic versions. We enjoy doing, you know, pushing more. So almost, you know, metal rock versions. You know, uh, the band is evolving and uh, we want to be able to do what... Feels natural, and that's that felt natural at the time. It is interesting when you think about how many songs are actually on that album. Eighteen, yeah. total,
0: yeah. That's like a record from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. A side, B side. Yeah. It really is. It's you yeah. know, you're putting that kind of effort into it, so it becomes yeah. even more so than just an album. It does become an experience.
1: Absolutely. And I think that that's that's one of the things that's being lost. In talking about the music industry right. for a second, is you know everybody's so focused on a single, and everyone's always just you know for us. Call it old school, but... It's an overall picture. Yeah, we, w- we want people to be fans of the band, not necessarily right. fans of a single song, you know? Um, uh, that's what it's always been about for us. Um, when you're into the Veer Union, you're into the the package deal, not necessarily, right. oh, I like that one song, you know? I mean, sure, there's always going to be those people, but we aren't necessarily trying to be that band that is having that one song that is huge. You're not trying to fit the mold. No, not interesting. By any means whatsoever. Yeah, and, no. So <laughs> to spin off of that,
0: really, you guys have done a cover of Linkin Park no. Obviously, I know that it had a lot of personal meaning to you, yeah. paying homage and respect to Chester. One of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was that doing covers for bands nowadays seems to be almost a trend. Everybody's doing something. Okay. We're not talking covers that are 40 years old. We're talking covers that are 10 years old. Yeah. Okay. That is a risky venture for a lot of bands. There's no question about it's it. It's a double-edged sword. It's either going to go really, really exceptionally well, like it did for Bad Wolves doing Zombie and it yeah.
1: goes platinum, or it gets completely glazed over and no one says anything squat about it. Well, I'm just going to be straight up honest and yeah. just point that finger directly at myself and uh, you know and and us as a band, which is we put two covers on this album. And the first cover, I've never seen so much hate, you know, we did a cover of Faith No More epic. And yeah. People hated it. But on the other hand, it was a 50-50s. 50% of the people right. hated it, 50% of the people loved it. But here's the here's the 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 deciding factor on whether you want to take that risk is people were talking about it because they hated it so much. So it got it into pe- more people are like, who's the Veer Union? So we did something right. Yeah. And this is the one thing that I will say to, uh, you know, young bands out there is if people are talking about you, then you're doing something right. Like they say, you know? bad
0: press is good press, exactly. really, for the most part. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And are we proud of it? We're proud of what we did with that song. We weren't going to do it like Faith No More. We're not Faith No More. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? No, yeah, exactly. Of course not.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and that's a really good point because you guys being able to weather both ends of the storm on that. Yeah, so either you're going to get a tremendous response like you did with them, or with Epic, you're going to people are just going to be like,
1: "Oh, well, that was cool, thanks." But the nice part is, is a lot of the time in this day and age, it seems kind of like because information moves so quickly. As if if you piss some people off because you did something that they don't like, you do something one month later, and they forgot how pissed off they were last month because yeah. there's so much information. Yeah. The internet is a crazy place, you know. Yeah, it
0: just all this stuff just floods you. I refer to it as is is white noise. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have to find that one little note in there somewhere that means something <laughs> yeah. to you. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just static. Exactly, you know? exactly.
1: Uh, where do you guys go from here? We just keep building, man. I mean, I feel like uh, it, in many ways, it kind of feels like right now is that being on You know, our own label. It feels like now is the first time we can actually start it feels like a new beginning and uh not only that but uh you know Ricardo just joined the band uh, um, uh, what it was about a year year and a bit ago now and uh since since we are so yeah, far you surviving so far <laughs> yeah. yeah you know and there's always challenges there's always going to be challenges but I can honestly say that uh with the you know with the way that the band is now uh it's the best uh, lineup that we've ever had as far as we you know we there's an there's this the level of respect that that we have for one another seems to be be the thing that is helping us get to that nice it, level. It's finally got to that cohesive point yes, where people exactly. feel like things are clicking. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much.
0: The Liquid Conversations podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it till it stinks.